This is Trivia Friday. The number to call with your question or your answer to a question is 888-589-8840. A fellow who recently swallowed a dictionary said it was the sorest his throat had ever been. The source. Oh, really, Tim? The world's shortest commercial flight is only 47 seconds. So the- and we don't have time for stowing. <laughs> and welcome to Trivia Friday. Ed Vitagliano, Tim Wildman, and J.J. Jasper. J.J., good morning to you. Good morning, Ed. After listening to that introduction, a uh, quick quiz. You know what the fastest mammal on earth is what is the fastest mammal on earth i'm guessing this is some sort of joke it's a toddler <laughs> right after mo- the mom says what's in your mouth yes that's true or or your hand that's the strong that's the strongest mammal what, yeah. what's in your hand <laughs> hey we're thinking about moms of course this coming sunday mother's day to you moms the hardest job on the planet you we know that you're overworked and underpaid and taken for granted but at least one day we shine a spotlight on on the influence you have in our life, your impact, and we encourage everybody to make sure you treat your mom extra special this Sunday. Amen. And, J.J., I know you know the answer to this. What's the difference between the sermon that's preached on Mother's Day and the sermon that's preached on Father's Day? I learned this from Tim Wildman. I'd never thought about it, and I've taken score ever since he said this about a decade ago. Moms get lavished with so much praise and love, and the sermon for dads is, all right, dads, you need to do a little better. <laughs> you're blowing come on, it. <laughs> come on, step up to the plate. Dads, you've, you're dropping the ball. Now you need to you need to be there and be more uh, a parent, be a dad, and be more intentional about it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, we get scolded and moms get praised. I'm okay with that, though, right? That's, well, that's what dads I think it's pretty. For. I think it's pretty honest, a pretty honest yeah. assessment, you yeah. know. Well, so you just threw all the dads under the bus. You're, you're agreeing with the preacher. Well, well I guess that's okay. Yeah, I'm throwing myself under the bus right there with the, <laughs> with the guys. We need to do a little better. <laughs> all right, if you, if you folks are wondering, well, uh, I don't hear Tim's voice. And if you're watching online, you don't see Tim in here. He will be. He's at the border uh, <laughs> since it's the end of Title 42. He's coming across and going to get all that free stuff for himself. That's right. Swag provided by the United States of America. Y'all come. No, Tim, uh, as he put it, is uh, attending uh, a graduation for one of his 27 grandchildren. That's what he told Brent Creeley, our producer. He will be in at the bottom of the hour. So don't 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 fear, folks. J.J. and I are not going to stall for the next 20 minutes. I'm going to read Tim's questions. And when he comes in, he'll pick right up where uh, we have left off. All right. So uh, here's the phone number for Trivia Friday. That's what this show is called on Fridays, Monday through Thursday. Uh, we tell you about all the problems in the world. On Friday, we talk about things that are fun on all different types of categories. Trivia Friday. We invite you to call in to answer one of the questions we're going to ask. Ask one of the ones that you would like to ask. Ask, answer, or both. We like for you to do both. Here's the number to call. The only restrictions we have is if you have called and gotten on the air with us in the last eight weeks. We ask you to wait a week to allow as many folks as possible to try to get on the program. And you must be 11 years old or 
older. Here's the number to call. If you would like to be on Trivia Friday with uh, Ed Vitagliano, J.J. Jasper, and eventually Tim Wildman, the number is 888-589-8840. is the number to call. Now, uh, J.J., one of the questions we have is kind of special. What's... Yeah, it's a mystery question. One of these original nine questions. It's a mystery question. You don't know which one it is, hence the mystery. But if you call in and answer the mystery question correctly, you'll hear this sound. Ah, the beloved cowbell. And that means that you win yourself a really nice stainless steel AFR tumbler. I'm holding this up for those who are watching Ed, how can they watch? Well, you can. You have two options. If you want to watch this radio program, uh, you can go to Facebook Live and search for Today's Issues. That's normally the name of this program, and click through, and you'll be able to watch a live video stream of this program. Or you can go to our own streaming platform. That is streaming.afa.net. Streaming.afa.net. You set up an account pretty easy to do name and email address and you can watch not only this program but you can watch most of the talk radio programs will be uh on the have a live video stream of their programming all right 888-589-8840 is the number to call um jj i'm going to start us off then you give your questions and then finally i'll read tim's three questions again he will be on at the bottom of the hour, after after one of his whatever one of his one of his twenty seven grandkids, kids, uh, <laughs> little graduation ceremony. That's right. All right. Uh, here are my three questions. Uh, first of all, Memorial Day is just around the corner. When it was first established after the Civil War, what was the day's original name? What was the original name for Memorial Day? Second question: The novel Ben Hur is one of the best-selling books of the 19th century. Who wrote it? Good question. Who wrote the novel Ben-Hur? Most of you have probably seen the movie with uh, Char- uh, Charlton Heston. And then uh, kind of an easy question. Uh, what state is known by the motto, the Sunflower State? What state is known by the motto, the Sunflower State? All right, J.J. Really good questions. Here's what I've got as a already may mention, and you already know this coming Sunday is Mother's Day. From the Bible, I want to know, who was Isaac's mom? Who was Isaac's mom? Second question, decompression sickness, which can occur when a scuba diver surfaces too quickly, is also called what? If you're a diver, you come up too quickly, you get something, it's, it's decompression sickness, but there's a, a slang, a very the most familiar term for it. What is it? Third question, true or false, penny loafer shoes were designed with a slot for a penny, so school ch- children would always have two pennies to use a payphone if they needed to make an emergency phone call. Is that true or false? Penny loafer shoes, we all know what those oh, yeah. are, right? Yeah. They were designed with a slot for a penny, so school children would always have two pennies to use a payphone if they needed to make an emergency call home. True or false? All right, and here are Tim's three questions. Again, he will be in at the bottom of the hour, so 
These are the questions he gave me to ask the students here on Learning University. First question, what great American who lived from 1847 to 1931 said this, genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration? What great American said that? Genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. I got the perspiration part down. Uh, I don't have the inspiration, though. <laughs> Second question. Gross. Yes. It. <laughs> TMI. Guys, guys sweat and women perspire. We all know that. All right. Second question. Again, this, these are Tim's questions. What is the only word in the English language that ends with the letters M-T? What is the only word in the English language that ends with the letters M-T? And then third question, you know, Tim likes uh, lists. Here's, uh, here's, here's a list. What are the four most popular cheeses in the U.S.? They can be in any order. You don't have to have number one, number two in order. What are the four most popular cheeses in the United States? All right, we are ready, and we go uh, to Larry in Alabama. Larry waited uh, from since last week. Larry, I hope... I hope you've been hadn't been waiting since. Let oh uh, oh. Okay, I got the wrong Larry. So, all right, that's all right. We're gonna go with Larry from Alabama. Then Larry from Kansas. You're gonna have to wait one more one more call, brother. I I I, I apologize for that, Larry from Alabama. Uh, welcome to the program, yes, sir. Good to be back with you guys. Love hey, it. Hey, Larry, what part of Alabama? I'm the Quad Cities, Larry. Yes, sir. Uh, let's see. Muscle Shoals, Florence, Tuscumbia, and Sheffield. Yes. Is that right? Did I get all four? Good. All right. Well, I hope that wasn't your question. <laughs> hey, Larry, ask, answer, or do both. I'm going to do both. Which one you feel confident about? Start us out right. I, I, I'm going to try the scuba diving deal. Okay. Well, I thought that would linger for a while. Here's the question. Decompression sickness, which can occur when a scuba diver surfaces too quickly, is also called what? I'm going to say the bends. The bends. Yes. If you get the bends, it's because you came up too quickly, and if you're freestyle diving or scuba diving hey nicely done do you dive larry uh no sir i don't well you gotta you that's pretty good uh trivia knowledge there well if you ever get thrown in you know what not to do that's it (laughs) (laughs) hey what's your question for us Uh, that's a little bit of history uh before becoming president Theodore Roosevelt served as a U.S. vice president under what other president? Um, I, I'm I'm going to was it? Uh, this could be my guess. JJ, you could have a different guess. I, I, this is, but this is a guess. Uh, was it was it Woodrow? No, it couldn't have been Woodrow Wilson. He came uh, came after. I don't know. Now while you're thinking i just saw you know we carry out a lot of crazy stuff but i saw a documentary on him 
And I was surprised that he was like a mayor of New York City, the governor of New York. He was there with the Rough Riders. He lived about five different lifetimes and then wound up being president. And his, isn't his one of the heads on the on Mount Rushmore? Uh, I think I think that's uh, I think that's right. Yeah, Teddy uh, Roosevelt with the little uh, the Washington little... Jefferson Roosevelt and uh, who was the other one? I can't remember the. Uh... Anyway, that's, but anyway, that's shameful. Uh, but I I'm going to say, yeah, who was the you? You know, I'm just going to say I'm going to say McKinley. I I'm, think I'm Woodrow going, Wilson came after. That, that's what we're going to go with McKinley, uh, Larry. You know, we're uh, grasping at straws here. Well, you grasped the right one. You are correct. All right. Way to go, Ed. Good for us. That's Ed. Hey, you started us out, and we came through as well. Larry, thank you so much for listening to AFR. God bless you, buddy. Have a great weekend. All right. Now we go to Larry from Kansas. Two Larrys are better than one. That's right. Sorry for the extra wait you were waiting from last week, Larry. Appreciate your patience. Yeah, good morning. Um disappointed that Tim's not there. I thought maybe he might get this. Hey, well, Larry, what he, part, yeah, a lot of people were disappointed that Tim's not here. But if, if you got two of the best-looking professors here, so that's worth something. And Larry. he will be back in 12 minutes. So yeah. uh, just wait. You'll hear, his, you'll hear, hear the sweet sound of his voice before you know it, Larry. L- Larry, what part of Kansas yeah. are you from? Because I want to make sure you're in the right district when I run for governor. Well, uh you know, I called in at the end of the program last week, and I was in uh, Nebraska, but we're in northern Kansas t- today. Yeah, and, I, okay. I was in uh, Kansas two weekends in a row a couple of weeks ago. You got a wonderful state there. Well, do you uh, ask, yeah. ask, answer, or do both? Uh, now we got a new set of questions for you to answer. You feel you feel comfortable about one of these questions to try it? Well, I, I answered the Dodge City or the Dodge question last week. Oh, that's so, right. I remember that. So you're just going to yeah. ask us one. <clears throat> yeah. Go right and ahead. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> I got a cold here. But anyway, back in the early 80s, uh, seven or eight of uh, my cousins and I were out of my grandma and granddad's out in the country, and we were playing a uh, board game, and I think it was called trivial pursuit and my granddad um who was born in 1903 he you know the questions were just too new and he wasn't getting any of them and finally this question come up and it said who met jeff in 1908 and granddad well my cousins and i we were stumped but granddad got it and that's my question who met jeff in 1908 hey thankfully that's not very vague (laughs) Thankfully, you got <laughs> yeah. enough detail that anybody actually, anybody really. Could I remember get that. He, he started to ask this uh, last week uh, because now, now I remember, but I hadn't thought about yeah. it since. Who, Who met, met Jeff? Jeff in I, I don't even know what you're asking, or I'm not even sure what day today is. You've right. thrown me so far yeah. off. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Who Mutt. Jeff. Mutt from Mutt, yeah. Mutt Jeff. Jeff. Hey, there you go. Wow, you're killing it. Well, I, I don't right. know if it's right. All right, what's the answer, Larry? Other Larry? Well, that's the answer. Congratulations. Uh, I thought I'd have to give you a clue, but Mutt met Jeff in 1908. Mutt and Jeff. Now, what was Mutt and Jeff? A cartoon? It was a comic strip. Comic strip. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, All right buddy. <laughs> Thanks. Have a great weekend. Mutt and Jeff. I have heard of that a lot. Yeah, it, it it's it was older, and when I was growing up, it was in the uh, 
is still in the papers. You yeah. know, like some will come in and go out, but right. had been in there for a long time, like Dick Tracy. Yeah, Andy Cap told me that was a real good <laughs> cartoon strip. <laughs> All right, where do we go next, JJ? Let's go to Julio in Texas. All right, wait, no, uh, we go to uh, Jonathan. Let's go to Jonathan, <laughs> who's not in Texas. Hey, Jonathan from North Carolina. Good morning, Professors Vitagliano and Jasper. Yes, sir. Hey, Jonathan, what part of North Carolina? Newburn? Yes. I see you remember me. No, I just, uh, I've got a crystal ball right here that I keep right in front of the laptop. <laughs> and uh, and I can also, let's see, 5, 10, 168 pounds. How close am I? Not very close. Okay, forget that then. Uh, hey, Jonathan, that's what you get for messing with yeah, the crystal right, ball. Messing with that, yeah. Of course, I'm kidding. Hey, Jonathan, ask, answer, or do both. I'd like to do both. Now you're not one of the Leak boys, are you? Are, are you Jonathan Leak's son? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. Hey, there's probably more than one. Apparently, more than one Jonathan in Newburn, North yeah. Carolina. All right. Ask, answer, or do both. I'd like to do both. All right. Which one you want to answer? I want to answer your question about Isaac. Okay. Here's the question. Who was Isaac's mom in the Bible? Rebecca. No. No, that's not right. Isaac's mom uh, was not Rebecca. But, but, uh, uh, that's right. But you want to try again? Was it Sarah? It was Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. I'll give you a little give you a little wiggle room there. I can never keep all of those straight. Me either. And that's one of the reasons because moms everywhere are so important. It's good to shine a spotlight on the the moms in the Bible. You remember she was barren and they prayed. God gave Abraham that promise, that covenant. Uh, she she waited, sometimes not so patiently, and then um and then Isaac was born. So uh what an amazing, you know, great story of great God's story. faithfulness. That's right, of God's faithfulness. I think uh, it was 10 years before when he got the promise, then 15 years later before he was born. So waiting for 25 years, and yep. he was a, 100. She was almost 100. Amazing testimony of the faithfulness of God. And then you follow her story. What a, what a wonderful mother there in the Bible with Sarah. Hey, what's your question for us, Jonathan? So I was wondering if you know, who was the most listened to talk radio show host in history? You mean besides us? <laughs> yes. Was it Rush Limbaugh? Uh, and welcome back, Tim. Yeah, good to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I had kindergarten graduation for one of my 47 grandchildren. <laughs> yeah, Pom, we when, said 27. When Pomp and 27, Circumstance. I think we've added 20. When Pomp and Circumstance <laughs> calls, you have to be there. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, the, the, Who is the, the, is the, the question? The, mo- the question is what most now? listened to talk show host in American history. Paul was. Hey, I'm going to change mine from Rush Limbaugh to Paul Harvey. Okay, he wasn't a host though. Oh, okay. I'm going back I, to if Rush it's a, Limbaugh. If you're talking, are we talking? Who's the color? This is Jonathan. Uh, Jonathan. Jonathan, are we talking about a talk show on radio or television? It's a talk show on the radio. Talk Rush, show. On Rush Limbaugh. Rush That's Limbaugh. I think Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. How, how, we're all three of us yeah. are saying Rush Limbaugh. 
and all three of you are correct. All right. All right. Hey, thank you so much, buddy. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening to AFR. We live long enough. Maybe we can pass Rush Limbaugh. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> he changed the landscape for yes, talk radio. He really did. Yeah. Well, he did so many things. What an yeah. amazing guy. All right. Um, how about we uh, reset the, the questions? Sure. Oh, that's a good idea. Right. Uh, I, will, I will go ahead and go. go ahead. Uh, Memorial Day is just around the corner. When it was first established after the Civil War, what was the day's original name? What was Memorial Day originally called? Second question, the novel Ben-Hur is one of the best-selling books of the 19th century. Who wrote it? And then third question, what state is known by the motto, the Sunflower State? All right, you're up, JJ. Here's what I've got. I already had a couple answered, so start with true or false. Penny loafer shoes were designed with a slot for a penny, so school children would always have two pennies to use a payphone if they needed to make an emergency call home. Is that true or false? Then I'll add one. Mother's Day was founded by a school teacher in honor of her mother. She believed mothers should be honored with a special day. She worked for three years giving speeches and writing thousands of letters to make it happen. Name her. Name the school teacher who uh, was responsible for the founding of Mother's Day. And then, third question, looking at some mothers in the Bible, who was Jacob and Esau's mother? Who was Jacob and Esau's mother? My three questions are as follows. What great American who lived from 1947 to 1931 said this? Genius is 1% inspiration and 99% perspiration. You've heard that quote before? Sure. Number two, what is the only word in the English language that ends in the letters M-T? The only word in the English language that uh, ends in the letters M-T. And finally, what are the four most popular cheeses in the United States? What do we consume for the top four cheeses? And you don't have to get them in order, but... uh, top four should we go ahead and take a we'll take our break right here instead of getting started with a call okay all right and we'll do that we'll be back momentarily with more of trivia friday on american family radio From 
Carol Burnett. I remember the music, but I don't remember the pinball machine going all willy nilly. <laughs> oh, that was that was me breathing. Oh. I've, I've had a little little, little return of asthma. <laughs> A little turn well, of well, asthma. Well, How long did you live with your great aunt? <laughs> a, little oh, a little turn of asthma. Uh, uh, so what would she do at the end of every show? Carol would she Burnett. pull on she her earlobe? Oh, yeah, that's right. she pull on her earlobe, which meant what? Uh, she she, just, well, then she'd click her heels and it makes <laughs> her go back to Kansas. Or am I getting a couple shells mixed up? She click her, she click her ru- you are, red ruby. You're quick, man. I was red, trying to come up with something. Red ruby slippers. Yeah. Pull on her earlobe. She said, whoa, I'm back in Kansas. Uh, now, or, what what did that mean? Uh, She's saying, she was saying hi to somebody? Yeah, to her mom. Oh, yeah, how sweet. All right, uh, here we go. Trivia Friday deals on American Family Radio. Tim, Ed, and JJ, back to the phones. All right, we go to Texas, and Julio is on the line. Julio, welcome to Trivia Friday. Hey guys, what's going on? How are y'all? Well, I can speak for myself. I'm I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Except for your knee, right on my man. knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Julio, let let me just tell you, I I I banged my knee getting yeah. on the airplane a couple of days ago, and it mm-hmm. it really it it uh, swelled up and was very painful. But nobody believes me around here. I've been mocked incessantly. <laughs> And I'm just going to tell you, I, I've I've had it. Here's the deal: you call one of them numbers on that billboard on the side of the highway and tell him that you hurt your knee on that uh, airline. He'll believe you, right. and he'll get you the money you deserve. I'm suing Delta. You hear me, Delta? I'm coming you for you. No, my my uh, producer the show. That's right. I probably would. I'd win millions. Our producer Brent Creeley, when I walked into Devotions this morning, he said. How's your little boo boo? I mean, just oh, that's just just oh, really, that's re- rough. it's really insulting. I'm right yeah. there with you. My wife yeah. has left the ironing board blood. out for a few nights. Yeah, in our average size little hallway, our bathroom, our bedroom, and our bathroom. And mentally, I go, okay, I need to remember the ironing board is there because yeah. it's dark. And I get up in the middle of the night, and I have kicked that sucker twice and stubbed my toe. Man, there a stub toe as tiny as that is. That'll set you free. Yes, <laughs> or set you back one or the other. <laughs> That's right. All right, Julio, uh, and, uh, ask, answer, or do both, brother. I'd like to do both, honestly. And uh, first, I'd like to say, hey, Mr. Wildman, they made reference to your voice beating sweet. And hey, man, I could honestly hear you reading children's books. I'm just saying, Julia, Julio, Julio, Julio. Julio. Yeah, Julio. Uh, man, uh, have you been down by the schoolyard? <laughs> because uh, uh, you never heard that one, have you? <laughs> no, uh, no. Well, hey, I may, you know, I need, I'm going to need something to do when I retire here. Yeah, yeah. so maybe reading, reading children's, children's books book. might work. Yeah, yeah, especially with all the all the I mean, grandchildren. Twenty seven grandkids. By the time you retire, be a lot more netting by then. I can see you doing <laughs> Doctor Seuss. All right, uh, yes, which one? That's which, that's where I was getting at. Yes, sir. Which but one do you want like to answer? answer uh, Memorial Day is Decorative Day. All right. Uh, Memorial Day, when it was first established after the Civil War, it had an original name and Decoration Day. Decoration That's close Day. enough. Way to go, Julio. Yeah. Julio, here's what thank would you, happen. You. you would have a Sunday morning mm-hmm. service, and then immediately after, mm-hmm. because the cemetery was right next door to the little churches out in the country, you would walk out there mm-hmm. and kind of clean up around the tombstones, and they'd put fresh flowers on the graves. Decoration uh, Day. Yeah. 
So you knew that one, Declaration Day? Yes. Hey, excellent job, Julio. What's your question for us? It's more of a dad joke. It's one my little man told me, my seven-year-old. Okay. Uh, where Where do cats go to swim? Where do cats go to swim? Cats go to swim. You so know they, what? Wherever it is, I want to see that. They come out of the basement, and I'm trying to picture the path mm-hmm. they take. Where do they go to swim? Cat, where, do, where do cats go to swim? You guys are good with the riddles. Yeah, I'm stumped. What's the answer, Julio? It's the kiddie pool, man, the kiddie pool. Kiddie pool. <laughs> yes. Yes. That, well, you tell your seven-year-old to stay with it. That's yep. good. I need a writer for, for these dad jokes. <laughs> All right, Kitty Poo. Julio, that's, that was good. Yeah, pretty funny. All right. Pretty clever there, Julio. Have a good weekend, hey, brother. All right, we continue on. We go to Tennessee, and Robert is on the line. Robert, welcome to Trivia Friday. Good morning, gentlemen. Hey, good morning, Robert. How you doing, brother? Doing great. How about you, fellas? Good. Where are you calling from in Tennessee? I am from Huntingdon. Okay. Which is near? Which is about a hundred miles straight line west from Nashville. West, okay. West Tennessee, yeah, near yeah, Jackson. Yeah, near Jackson. Right. Gotcha. Is that Lexington? Like not too far from from there. Yes, we're closer to Lexington actually than Jackson. Yeah. All right. Uh, ask, answer, or both, Robert. I'd like to do both, please. All right. Which one do you want to answer? How about the one about Ben Hur? All right. Here it comes. Here's the question. The novel Ben-Hur is one of the best-selling books of the 19th century. Who wrote it, Robert? That would be Lou Wallace. Absolutely correct. Nicely done. General Lou Wallace. He was a Civil War general, uh, served under Ulysses S. Grant. Uh, He was kind of an agnostic um, when he started – writing this novel, and by the time he finished doing the research for writing uh, Ben-Hur, it's called Ben-Hur, A Tale of the Christ, uh, he had become fully converted. And um, Wow. Yes, quite a, a, quite a story. story. And, uh, and on a different note, you think many women are naming their babies Ulysses? <laughs> Is that a thumbs up or a thumbs uh, that's, down? That's, on a, the that's a thumbs down. On and the different family members when Ulysses. you say, sweet little Ulysses, it'll just flow and... <laughs> You can get, it flows and it just comes, you know, tying it with the last name there. Oh, yeah. I'm not hearing it much or seeing those little door knockers. Those little things are hanging on yeah. the door with that little sweet Ulysses name on there. Or try putting that on a Christmas stocking. Hang that over the U- fireplace. Ulysses Fataglieno. Listen how that just goes together. <laughs> it was together. popular it at one time, flows. fellas. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was. I don't know. Was it ever really popular, Ulysses? Yeah. Well, I don't know. He's yeah, the only one I've ever heard of, but there I, I'd never heard of a president, Ed or JJ, so I'm just saying. <laughs> Man. That's... How, yeah, okay, but how about King Edward? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, that's yeah. right. That's a mean cigar. <laughs> sit around under the shade tree. Are oh, you talking about the king. I was talking about the actual king. How about Prince Albert? <laughs> you mean in the can? Yeah. <laughs> Let him out. Let him out. All right. All right, this is, yeah. We're this going is back down for the that. internet. That's why for everybody's dicks to their phones. We just call call stores up. Call the grocery store. Call the grocery <laughs> store. You got running. You got Prince Albert to can. We sure do. What do you say then, JJ? Well, you need to let him out. Or how about hey, 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 refrigerator, refrigerator running? running? And your friends listening on the other line. 
That was your oh entertainment there. Oh my that's goodness, funny. that's true. That's cheap that's entertainment because we now that they now go they watch gotta... Batman. <laughs> <laughs> that was life. Oh, complicated, complicated life yeah. back then, didn't we? All right, uh, you're listening to Trivia Friday on American Family Radio, also known as Learning, Learning University. University. Learning University is in session. Robert, and... you got a question for us? Yes, sir. All right, go ahead. You waited patiently through all the all the joking around. What what do you got? I I did. That was riveting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the sincerity in your voice rings true. Right? Thank you for your honesty, Robert. Wow, <laughs> that was riveting. <laughs> hey, we deserve. Hey, Robert, we deserve yeah, that. Right. We deserve it. All right, go I ahead. I say that sweetly in Christian love. Yes, sir. Oh, that's, the that's the way we interpreted it. Yeah. What's your question? <laughs> okay, so since we talked about Lou Wallace as a Civil War general, here's a true or false Civil War question. True or false, there was a bureau organized by the Confederate States of America to dig up the bottom of the latrines and outhouses all across the South. True or false? Hmm. I'm going to say true because there's going to be something uh, something there. Like that's when they're getting ready to their, – their camp was about to get sacked and burned. They hid the, the silver there or something or wow. hid something there. But it sounds like a – it's not a job even Mike, <laughs> even Mike Rowe would want. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say true. All right, I'm going to go with J.J. because he has a kind of an uncanny ability to pick these out. Tim, you got anything different? All right, we're going with true, Robert. Okay, that is true, but it's it's for a different reason. Uh, Human urine is rich in nitre, which is an important uh, ingredient in gunpowder. And by the time the Civil War progressed, the South was so desperate for supplies they organized a bureau to dig up the sinks of the latrines and outhouses to, to mine the niter to make we're, gunpowder. We're just a few minutes away from lunch, Robert. <laughs> I could have gone the rest you, of my life you, without hearing that. Are you serious? You serious, Clark? Yes, sir. Yes, he is serious. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. What did your great-granddaddy do in the war? <laughs> well, son, come over here. This is going to pull up a chair. This is going to be a little embarrassing. It's going to take a minute. Somebody had to do it. That's interesting. That All right. Uh, yeah. Robert, uh, thank you, brother. Yes, sir. You have a great, uh, great weekend. Thanks for listening there. All right. Shall we continue? How about we go to South Dakota? Gentlemen, let's do it. And Jedediah is on the line. Uh, Jedediah, I got your name right. Yes, you did. All right. Hey, thanks for calling. You got springtime there yet? Uh, yeah, we do actually. Good for you, man. What, Jedediah? I got a pheasant on my wall hanging there proudly that came from your fine state. That's awesome. Yeah, I, this was my first year ever pheasant hunting this year, this last year. Yeah, what part I is... I actually got one. What part is South Dakota? Aberdeen. Yep, that's where I got my, my pheasant. Hey, are you, a, are you a furrier? Are you shoeing a horse right now? I'm asking for a friend. What are you no. doing? What are you doing right now? I'm at work making pallets. Oh, okay. All right. Well, it Don't sure sounded like, yeah. like work was going on. All right, you want to ask, answer, yep, or yep. do both? 
I'll do both. All right. Which which question you want to try to answer? The Mother's Day question. Mother's hey, Day. Hey, well, hold on a second. <laughs> Jedediah, that, that's not you doing that, is it? That's your friend over there, right? Yeah, I, he's doing he's, okay. he's, oh, yeah. I thought he was nailing no, I, Yeah, nailing yeah. Well, so you, you, like to, <laughs> you told your friend, hey, you just keep working. I'm going to get on the phone <laughs> yeah. with these guys. I'll be done in a jiffy. <laughs> hey, here's the question. Yeah. <laughs> you you want to know who founded Mother's Day? Is that the question? Or yeah. The, okay, Mother's Day was founded by a school teacher in honor of her mother. And she worked on it for three years, giving speeches, writing thousands of letters. So name the school teacher who um, got Mother's Day founded. Anna Jarvis. Anna Jarvis. Wow. That's right. I didn't know the answer to that one. She did that in honor of her mother. Hey, how did you know that? That's some deep trivia right there. Anna Jarvis. Uh, I I did the old Google search. That's all right. A little bit of research. Yeah. Well, and we certainly want to treat our mom, everybody who has a mother living, treat them special this weekend, gift cards, take them to eat, flowers, write something in a note to say why you appreciate them, you know, how kind and caring, and then honor the memory of your mother if she's not here. Also include a list of things they could have done better as mother. (laughs) No, that's Father's Day. That's Father's Day. Ed and I already covered that, and we told Drip Theory on Father's Day. Oh, about the pastors? Yes. <laughs> That's yeah. absolute truth. It's absolute. I didn't even think. I never thought about it until you said it a decade ago. And now I grade it, and you've been right 100% of the time. Yeah. Yep. Moms, you're wonderful. You're special. Here are your flowers. You. And then Dad. Dad, you know Ten ways you, you can get improve. off your duff and be a better dad. <laughs> That's right. why the Why the decay of our nation is your fault. That's right. Stand up. Yeah. Step Walk up of shame. Yeah. Hey, uh, Jedediah, what's your question for us? Okay, it's a riddle. Riddle me this. We're ready. Okay. Um, okay. What? 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 Uh, what's harder to see when there's more of it? Harder to see when there's more when there's of more it. More of it. I'm gonna say it has something to do with the border. I'm gonna- <laughs> border. That's making me want to just hang my hang my head and cry. Uh, how, about, how about fog, fellas? Fog, uh, I, I, you know what? You know me and riddles. Yeah, I'll I go with that. Yeah. I mean, what's the question again? Did I die? What? What? When there's more of it, it's harder to see. When it's more, of why, why wouldn't the answer be fog? See, let's let's go with Tim. I, I fog. Go with fog. Well, that that was a good one, but it's darkness. What? what? Darkness. Darkness. Oh yeah, uh, when there's yeah, more when it of it, darker. it's harder to see. That's good. That's a good riddle. Yeah, I think fog ties though. <laughs> right there. I mean, I don't think I don't, I don't know why darkness would be number one. I think you got a tie. Rick, could you bring the line judge over here? We got a right. Yeah. Uh hey, it's good. That's a good riddle right there, Jedediah. So, uh, all right. Now, the the, the, the good thing, uh, the positive thing is you've been on Trivia Friday with us. The the downside is now you're going to go back to work making pallets. Yeah, more more pallets. What what kind of pallets you make? You, you talking about the pallets we see every day that people put uh, everything on? Appliances and stuff on, yeah. That what you talking about? Yeah, wood, wooden pallets. Wooden, wooden pallets. pallets. Okay, they're, what? They're you, needed. They're yeah, making them out of oak. Man. They make, we make them for, no, pine, pine. The oak's too hard. Okay. And we make them for a cheese factory and a bird seed factory. 
and I don't know what the other ones are for, That's but those good. are the two main ones that we do. Yeah, cool. Well, hey, look, yeah. uh, thank you for listening to AFR. Some more good news. You hang in there. The flowers and the trees are going to bud in about three more weeks where you are there in Aberdeen. <laughs> and then in five weeks, they die. <laughs> <laughs> just All right. I'm just kidding. Thank you. <laughs> they right. do have a short summer. And, uh, I would That, guess, that yeah. far north. But All they right. finally have springtime. That's right. right. All right, we go to Texas, and Orban is on the line. And, uh, Orban, welcome to Trivia Friday. I should say welcome back. Thank you very much, gentlemen. I'm really enjoying this. Well, thank you, Orban. We appreciate you calling, my friend. Where do you live in Texas? Oh, a little hick town in East Texas called Van, near Tyler. Okay, gotcha. Uh, All right, my friend, ask, answer, or both? Okay, I think the scuba question's already been answered, am I right? Yes, sir. Did yes. you know the answer, Orban? Yeah, I knew the answer to it. The, uh-huh. the I knew band, a little short get, little story about it. You get the bends if you come up too quickly as a diver. Yep. Yep. They put you in one of that put you one of those decompression out. machines. Yeah, I'd never had to go into one, but we always had one available. Well, that and having a lobotomy were the two roughest things I've ever been through. <laughs> that explains it. <laughs> explains a lot. <laughs> hey, what, which one you want to answer? Which one you want to answer, Orban? Um, I guess the one about the penny loafers. All right, it's true or false. Here's the question: Penny loafer shoes were designed with a slot for a penny. So school children would always have two pennies to use a payphone if they needed to make an emergency call home. Is that true or false? My daddy used to talk about penny loafers being popular all his young life and up to his older age. I'm going to go with true. Orban is 100% true. Are you serious? Absolutely. I could wow. see that look in your yeah. eye. You thought I'd made that up. Yes, I just did. A, just a crazy yeah. thing. There. It's it's 100% true. Wow. Somebody came up with a great idea. You've got two pennies. I never knew a payphone was only two cents to use. Yeah. But for them to go, hey, little kids, here you're out there. You're getting a jam. You can use a payphone and call. If and you'll person, always you have call, that on you'll you. You'll always have money on you to get some help. Hmm. And uh, those that is slot, a great market. Those little campaign. slots are still on those penny yeah. loafers. Hey, wow. way to go, Orban. What's your question for us? Okay. I want to do this in memory of one of my old friends, my old cowboy friends, possibly one of the most best cowboys I ever rode with. Bob Kennedy just passed away, but he got to where he could not talk anymore hardly, but I could understand him. And he would tell me, Orvin, I love to listen to you on Trivia Friday. And there's lots of people out there the same way. Can't call in, but they love to listen to this program. I want to ask you a question in memory of uh, Bob Kennedy. What in the saddle is the uh, terminology, the name, Tapadero? What does that apply to, Tapadero? 
Well, I, I put I put that on my scrambled eggs a lot. That tapadero, <laughs> that stuff's good. You got a little kick to it. Yeah, boys, we went riding two weekends ago and rode through streams, rode through forest. We went up banks, but I and I've grew up around horses. I I've never heard of that. I don't know how I missed that tapadero. And I'm, all my ex, all my thing. experience growing up and riding horses, I don't I don't recall that either. Well, it, it cost you a quarter, and it was out in front of the grocery <laughs> that's, store, right? That's right. I, hey, I'm gonna, I, hey you we're know stumped. You Orca, what's the answer? Uh, okay, I asked my dear compadre Bob Kennedy that question, and I was amazed he didn't know the answer either because he's been through everything you can think of with horses. And the answer is. It's the Mexican-type stirrup that protects your foot from cactuses and stuff. It's not the regular stirrup. It's the enclosed one. Yeah. Yeah, the the stirrup that's got the front on it. I saw that on a John Wayne movie once. So, yeah, that kind of makes me an expert. Yeah. Well, Orban, (laughs) thank you, and uh, thanks for honoring the, the memory of your friend, and thank you for your kind words about how so many people listen to AFR. We're grateful. God bless you, buddy. Have a good weekend. You know, uh, horses are beautiful animals. They are. I mean, when you see a real, I mean, you know. They're magnificent. But but, uh, I think some people are supposed to ride them in life. (laughs) And then then the rest of us are just not supposed to ride them. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly. I don't. True. I don't think it's a universal thing. Where you know what I'm saying? No, I. I. I you totally agree with that? Totally so you're saying agree. not everybody's cut out to homeschool? Yeah. Well, I'm just. I admire them from the road. When yes. I'm driving, you know what I'm saying? Well, no, uh, we live out in the country, and our property is adjacent to the pastor of one of the local Baptist churches, Pastor David Hamilton, and he has a number of horses. And they'll come right up to the fence, and they're they are they're beautiful animals. And when they're feeling frisky and are running like across the pasture, mm-hmm. he's got a, a lot of property. Um, man, the ground shakes when I when I see them doing mm-hmm. that. I think I can't, can't imagine if you're back in the Middle Ages mm-hmm. or whatever, and you got a shield and a little spear. These big war horses are running towards you. That would be a frightening well, experience. When I was 16 is when I learned I wasn't supposed to <laughs> ever get on a horse again. It was a, But anyway, you, I've told you that story no, before. No, funny story. That's, that's, uh, when it gets October, November, and the first frost, you go out there to your fence because when it gets cool, they will run, and they'll just be running, and it'll just be a sight to see. No, they're just be- – they really are beautiful animals. Yeah. So Back to the phones, Ed. All right. Uh, okay, I'm trying to click on something. Let me see. hang on a second. Here we go. We go to New York, and Nancy is on the line. Nancy, we got a caller from New York. Welcome to the program, Trivia Friday. Hi. We're actually traveling through Georgia to Florida, and oh. so we caught your radio station. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Well, welcome. Uh, thanks for listening to uh, this is American Family Radio. When you get out of range you can go to the app if you want to uh thank you nancy but anyway you want to ask answer or do both i'd like to ask okay go right ahead um how many gallons of sap from a maple tree does it take to make one gallon 
of maple syrup. Okay, did that do you do you grow that? I mean, do you do that where you're from there in the state of New York? Yes. Yes, okay. we do. I've heard this. That's, they put those buckets on the tree and put and they tap the tree and it is a lot of gallons. I mean a whole lot of gallons. To make what? To get a gallon, a gallon of, of maple syrup. Syrup, syrup. Uh so I mean it's a lot. Uh I I have no I I I think when someone has asked us this before, I Yeah. I was stunned by the answer. Right. I can't remember. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say, thirty gallons. Can we have a ballpark I guess? Say Fifty, Nancy. Can we have a ballpark guess? Nope. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say thirty Boy, gallons. Not very big on grace, there, are you, Nancy? <laughs> That's, well, if you have to sit, there. hey, there's only one right answer. Tap. Nope. The, uh, yeah. All right. I'm going to go with JJ. Third, it seems like maybe 30 to 1 is probably more than that. Yeah, maybe 50. But 30. How about uh, 30? Okay, it's 40 gallons. 40, 40 gallons. gallons to get wow. one gallon of maple gallons syrup. Sap. Yep. That's a lot of work on your part. But you know, what, when you're what, eating pancakes, you never think about these things. No, no. <laughs> you know? People need to uh, be more grateful when yeah. they've got those flapjacks. Do you do, you do that? Uh, do you do that, Nancy? Yes, we do. Well, tell yes, us about. We do. Oh, tell us about it. Well, my husband, he taps the trees, and he taps all of our neighbors' trees because we only maybe have two on the on the property. And then uh, he he has a cooker, and uh, he heats it up with wood under the cooker, and then uh, it'll take several several hours to cook the sap down. And then he'll bring it in and strain it several times, and I'll finish it off till where it gets thick. We heat it up to 219 degrees, uh, and that's where it makes the sap. And then I can it, a syrup, and then, wow. I, then I can it. Yeah. That is fascinating. We made 15 gallon this year. So Thanks. let me ask you this, Nancy. Do you ever get tired of maple syrup? At the end of the season, we're tired of it. But then right. we always do it because we, we like to give it away. We don't we don't eat it ourselves. Oh, how it's nice! Good. Hey, hey, Nancy, there's the music. And since you just sort of found us hitting Seeker Skin, we're a Christian network, and so I certainly want to put in a plug for Jesus Christ, Easter in the rearview mirror, because of the life and the death and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That's where true hope and help is. God bless you, and the Lord keep you safe on your travels. Thank you for calling in. Thank you, Nancy. Well, you never know what you're going to get on this show, right? No. That's, hey, making maple syrup and getting that little tutorial, that was fascinating. Can, do you sell it then? or Yeah, they, sell it at markets and things. Right? They, they, they give, give it away. away. Yeah. Give it away. How generous. We'll be back in a few minutes. We'll repeat our questions that have gone unanswered. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.